Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Allison Coney, the community care pastor, not director, Thank pastor. You. Yes. <laughs> and also Brian, who is a fellow director. Hello, yes. Brian Cobley, our, our youth director. <laughs> Student director is your official title. That was an inside joke because I accidentally referred to Allison on our graphics as a community care director. There's no hierarchy here. There's no- <laughs> We're all brothers and sisters. Yeah. We're all the You've same. You've done the work. You're a pastor. <laughs> there, we were trying to get our live stream up, and I think someone came out, and they're like, Allison is listed as a director. And I was like, we have 15 other things. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we have 15 other things we've got to figure Brian. out. Hey, you're, welcome. Raise. you're welcome. <laughs> but I think, like, in between, like, the countdown ending and Michael getting up there, I was able to get a corrected slide to Jeff before we actually went live. So it was like... If that's the worst problem we have live streaming, I think we're doing all right. Misidentified. People are like, is she a pastor or director? director? Yeah, what is she? Did she get demoted? (laughs) (laughs) So, Allison, you spoke this last Sunday. You grabbed the second chapter of uh, 1 Thessalonians. Brian went last week. Our through line, just as a refresher, truth, the truths of then are the truths. uh, Save me. Things that are true then that are still true. That's paraphrased. What is it, Brian? Brian, Do you have the exact? The truths of then are the truths for today. Okay. Okay. Truths for then. I think it's four and four. I think the truths for then are the truths for today. I think that. Four. Four. I think there's a four in there. Yeah, I think there's two fours. The truths for then. The four truths of then. Truths for today. People are probably watching this and they're like, how are we still on this? (laughs) (laughs) And why do we care? Yeah, why do we care about this? That's a a great question. The truths that Paul wrote about are relevant for us today. Yeah. Right. And Allison, you kind of landed your sermon on um, interest. You had an interesting sermon because you used "walk worthy," mm-hmm. but in two different contexts through the lens of a pastor's heart mm-hmm. and the church's part. Yeah, um, I had a really hard time understanding the pastor's heart because I'm not a pastor, so I was kind of like, I guess yeah, I we're fall into the church's part. Yeah, yeah we're directors. directors so. We don't really right. understand. someday. Someday I'll mentor you in that okay. when yeah. you become a yeah, pastor yeah, thank you. as well. <laughs> but I like that you stuck with uh, walk worthy because I think your other options would have been like run righteously and I would have been out on that <laughs> or jog justly. I would have probably been a more okay with jog justly. Sprint? Sprint. Uh, I don't know. Spiritually. Sprint spiritually. That's good. Yeah. So you had a, you had a ton of options, but you chose yeah. walk. Um, before we get in, because I actually want to talk more about that language. I think that's actually, I assume that you thought about those two words a lot, but I think there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you, what was like the first thing you took away when you read through that chapter, mm-hmm. when you were putting together your, your sermon? Well, I, I first looked at the whole of the chapter mm-hmm. and saw that there was a focus on um, Paul making his case to this little church that he was above board trustworthy and um and in all of these ways that these people could trust him and he was um really concerned about protecting the gospel like the integrity of the gospel and it struck me because i realized how important it is that the messenger um be trustworthy so that the message can be trusted mm-hmm. So I don't think I've ever really um, thought too much about that. But in today's cancel culture and, um, you know, we're so willing to take down messengers. I know that as soon as somebody... Sorry, zero tolerance on guns. She just shot at me. I know, sorry. That gun was pointed at me. No, but I mean, like, we have bookshelves full of authors that we don't read anymore Mm -hmm. because once they've... Once we've discredited the messenger, yeah. we we throw out their their message. Yeah. So anyhow, Paul was concerned that he had integrity, that his that little church knew about his integrity, mm-hmm. so that they would um, trust the gospel. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, later in the chapter, about three quarters through, talks to them about like let the word or let scripture, this teaching, mm-hmm. like work in you. Um, yeah. let it have an effect and, um, walk worthy. Yeah. So I thought it just kind of summed up like for the pastors, we've got to walk worthy. Um, yeah. and for the people, they also are called to that too. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, Thanks, Hayden. No problem. Did you? Uh, did you like it too, Brian? I did. It was great. Okay, good. What do you really think, Brian? I actually thought it was a really good sermon. She did make fun of me in it, so I still have. Uh, oh, the 49ers fan. Yeah, <laughs> haven't gotten over it. Yet. It has, yeah, still, you know, hurts I got a some little. Forgiveness. To yeah, some work on some things you got to work on. For we all do. Um, is there anything you had to cut out? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the first time it was like an emphatic yeah, yes. Oh, my gosh. I left 16 out verses. so many. I mean, not just verses, but anecdotes. So part of our goal in this um, series with live streaming in this season is we're trying to keep messages a little shorter because we two things. We want to keep people in the building for a shorter amount yeah. of time because hashtag COVID. Like everybody, stop, you know, you can go out and hold your, stop holding your breath now. Yeah. Um, but then for viewers at home, they're not necessarily wanting these really huge messages to wade through. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I cut stuff out uh, scripture wise, but then anecdotes just, you know, I started trimming back as well. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to do that. What was your, you had an opening anecdote, correct? Or some somewhere near the beginning of you your talking sermon. About the subtweeting. Yes. Yeah, subtweeting. talked about subtweeting because yeah. this is discussing pastors, and yeah. because we're in between pastors here, senior pastors. Yeah. I just didn't want it to seem like I was trying to subtweet anyone. Yeah. Well, and you had such a tight rope to walk this Sunday of not just throwing shade at people, right? But also, we have to acknowledge where we're at and where the church is at. Yeah. And to just ignore it completely would be dumb. Right. It would be so dumb to not acknowledge it at some some amount. But I think it was it was helpful for everyone to know like this isn't just a hate message directed no. towards somebody, you know? Like no. this is a and we'll get into the walk worthy, but it kinda goes into that of like we all have mm -hmm. work to do, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how little or small, we all have work to do to walk worthy and um yeah, so... And, and correct me if I'm wrong, Allison, because listening to your sermon and listening to it twice, um, it did seem like, as you were reading this, uh, these verses, and then creating a sermon, that you were also, like, using this as a measurement for yourself as a pastor. Mm -hmm. Like, checking, like, how are you doing? I think one of the uh, things that I can remember is the verse 9, uh, labored day and night, and you're like, oh my gosh, am I working, am I working night? But... Yeah. For, as a, this is a very personal question, and feel free to not answer it, but when you were looking at this, did you feel encouraged? Did you feel dis, discouraged? Dis, yeah, discouraged. discouraged. I was going to say disencouraged. Yeah, disencouraged. Discouraged. <laughs> I would like, allow re -encouraged. it. Re-encouraged. Yeah, so like, because I know you were definitely yeah. like looking at yourself with the, the yeah. mi microscope. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's like pastor title that, um, that, qualifies like for this passage to do its work in us i feel like anyone who is a leader in a faith organization mm -hmm. anyone who speaks um you know spiritually or uses scripture to encourage others like a, a small group leader mm -hmm. or a Sunday school teacher, you know, anybody who is in that position, I think needs to start with self-examination first. So yeah, I totally did. And I, um, I felt encouraged. I don't think I felt discouraged. I felt encouraged, like, no, it's worth having integrity mm -hmm. because once you don't, people toss, toss the gospel and it's not worth it to, um, be, you know, yeah, it's not worth it to lose that. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I, I mean. Yeah. So yeah, it it was an encouragement to me. Like, stay the course, keep walking worthy. Like, don't don't blow it. But you didn't like create a checklist of like I'm doing this, I'm not doing this. Well, to when the working day and night, yeah. I was like, oh crap, you know, do I have to? <laughs> do I have to work nights? <laughs> do I have to work nights? <laughs> that's my family time. I yeah. can't. Um, For some people, that is work family life that is true it was a joke i think you took it like, more work very, i was yeah. like oh, oh dear <laughs> yeah. did, I, did i leave that out yeah <laughs> no i i figured anytime you meet at night and so um yes i checked that box 
But you know, I am that way. I want to make sure, like, what does it mean to walk worthy? And am I doing that? I don't want to just be telling people to do it and then yeah. not do it myself. Yeah. Um, so you had a lot that you had to cut out, scripture, anecdotes. <sighs> Did you pick up walk worthy, like, right away, like, when you first read through mm-hmm. it? Or was that, like, a second read through, mm-hmm. kind of trying to figure out what God was speaking to you, mm-hmm. speaking to the, the audience? Yeah. And it just seemed to jump out at me once I saw Paul making a case for pastors and yeah. and trustworthiness, and then to say, okay, what's the church's part? Yeah. Um, I found it also interesting, something I deliberately left out. There's a chunk of verses in there. I think there are three or four verses towards the end of that chapter that um, most scholars say isn't really uh, in keeping with Paul's, mm. the tenor of of the text and that they don't even really know if that is Paul speaking. Oh, so I deliberately like just picked that part out and I thought, Mm -hmm. let's, you know, yeah, that's subject for another time. Probably verse 17 through 20. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even in my own Bible, it gives it a, a heading and it almost looks like it wants it to fit in with uh, chapter three. Paul's longing to see them again. Um, what comes right before that? Uh, verse 16. <laughs> that was good, Brian. That was good. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved so as always to fill up the measure of their sins. But Okay, that's yeah. the part. So the three verses that are immediately preceding uh, that. Yeah. 17 through 20. Right? No, it's not the longing. It's the right before that. So did you say 16? Yeah. Was, so what's 15? Who killed both the Lord? Exactly. So it's that <laughs> section. She knew what? right off of who killed. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That one. That's it. Yeah. So that little <laughs> chunk in there. So I. That's I. I dumped that out. Yeah. Does it say anything about cutting people off as they're reading scripture? <laughs> <laughs> Be very walk worthy, Allison. <laughs> walk worthy, Allison. Um, this is a question for both of you. Um, I know when Brian and I went to Bible college. We did New Testament intro. Um, we kind of identified, like, part of We had to make, like, a little notebook about each book of the Bible. Do you remember, Brian, what our theme or common thought was for First Thessalonians that we came across? <laughs> Not one bit. Do you guys have any idea what the—because, the, like, like, each each Paul letter kind of has—I mean, most of the letters in the New Testament after Acts has, like, kind of a reason why the letter was yeah. being written. Do you guys do if your research? I think it's encouragement for Christ's return. Yeah. Okay. If I had to, if I had to guess, it is um, reminding them to to keep up with the hope. Yeah. In in waiting for Christ's return, everything, every like oh, I think almost every chapter talks about the yeah, coming of the Lord. Yeah, it mentioned in mine yeah. that he would be coming back, and that Paul would be so proud of this little church mm. when Jesus came back. It'd be like, oh my gosh, you're our crown, you're our, you yeah. know, you're our joy when yeah. he returns. Yeah, so That's I think awesome. this one is all about keeping in the keeping with the faith for Christ's return. Yeah, and then Second Thessalonians is like, keep waiting. I was way off on my <laughs> estimate. <laughs> I thought he'd be back like right. in a week. Right. I yeah, well, I mean, if you look been, at this, yeah. the judgment at Christ is coming. Stand firm. Yeah. Benediction. Thief, thief, yeah. <laughs> thief in the night too is in this, isn't it? Or no. Man, you guys are asking me questions. Maybe not. Sorry. Stay tuned. Yet to come. (laughs) You're a resident Bible scholar, Brian. Yeah. Um, We can have our fact checker take a look at it. First Thessalonians ends with the greet all the brothers with a holy kiss. Before COVID, I would say yes. Yeah. Not (laughs) advisable right now. Yeah. (laughs) I apologize to any of my brothers in Christ that I have not been kissing. But. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just love the way you said that. I did too. Um. (laughs) So I think that's actually like an interesting thought as well of like we are going through a season where we could very easily and probably get a free pass from a lot of people to not be the church that, you know, Paul would look at and say like, oh, Arbor is a great example of how a church should operate. But I feel like our our encouragement during this time, especially coming from this letter, is like, no, we're going to keep this going. Like we're still going to be pushing through all of the wreckage and, and we're not going to. We're not going to take that free pass and just be like, all right, well, once we're ready to be Arbor again, we'll be Arbor, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that whole, the video, the sermon series went through of like still Arbor, like yeah. 
we've gone through a lot and we're going to go through some more, but we're going to stay on the path. We're going to walk worthy. So it is kind of cool that this church is, you know, staying strong. Like we looked at last week. Um, even when there is questions about leadership, Mm -hmm. because I mean, if you think about it, Paul, when he wrote this letter Mm -hmm. has been away from this church for weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like definitely weeks. And throughout all of that, his name is being kind of just tainted. Yeah. Uh, and they're standing firm. It's like a clear example that Paul is not their savior. Like Paul may share the message, but they're not there. Like they're not standing strong for Paul, they're standing yeah. strong for the return of Christ. So it's kind of cool that, you know, he's defending his name, but I mean, who knows how long his name mm-hmm. has kind of been tossed around in the dirt, but he's defending it saying he was like a mom. He was like a, mm-hmm. like a father. Um, but in the end, it doesn't matter yeah. who he is because everything is about Christ. Yeah. Such a good reminder for Arbor, right? Everything is about Christ. Yeah. So it's not about who's in the pulpit or who's, you know, running point on leadership here. So, I mean, I yeah. I think it's a really sanctifying, kind of purifying little season we're in. It def- redefines, like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. You know? What is a faith community? Yeah. My cliff notes on my Bible at the end of this book, they said they cut out a portion of what Paul said about, go ahead and wear your mask. 25% capacity is going to be okay <laughs> for now. It's going to be just a season but they didn't think it was relevant. Who knew that it was going to be so relevant for totally. us? Totally. Yeah. Until said, now, we thought it was prophetic literature. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Back then. Yeah. But he... It's come true. He's a prophet, man. Um, beautiful. <laughs> you look so uncomfortable right now, Brian. Yeah. Can we say a word about the masks? So... Okay. Yeah. Speaking with a mask, earrings, oh, glasses, and a little mic. You yeah. guys probably... <laughs> well, you have glasses. I do have glasses, yeah. Don't don't Thanks. wear your earrings. Yeah, don't put your earrings in. Don't put your diamond studs back in. I yeah, I do have one one ear that is still I can still put an earring in. I pierced it when I was in like eighth grade. You better not fall asleep around me. It is never it is never closed up. You're gonna wake up with a big hoop earring <laughs> or like a feather earring. I would I would wear that. You would look would, you look pretty good with a feather earring. Do you think people take me serious? <laughs> I I would take you more serious. Um, Dude, preaching in mass though, no joke. I a, I can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> We're like singing is difficult, um, especially when you have hiccups. Yeah, that was unfortunate. If anyone, I know nobody watches second service because everyone's in on first service. But second service at the end of the service, I got up and I made it through about seventy five percent of the first song. We're supposed to do two, and I felt because I drank water too fast or something, just hiccups started to come. I was so worried about you. I yeah. didn't know what was wrong. Yeah. I was starting to pray for you. I didn't yeah. know if you were sick yeah. or not feeling well. I wasn't doing well up there, that's for sure. I I just felt them, and it's there's nothing you can do. if anybody wants to watch it. Yeah, it's still it. on YouTube if you want to watch <laughs> me struggle through oh, So Will I. Do you remember all those videos we watched of people doing some embarrassing stuff during worship? Yeah. We can post yours. We can submit yours. <laughs> At first, I thought they were just like you were stylistically changing things up because yeah. it was like adding a rest <laughs> yeah. into each measure. And I was like, this is so interesting. Well, in I've never heard I'm it this way. This. Yeah. If I had like a jazz background, I could spin it off that way. Be like, I was just doing jazz up there, guys. Right. I was adding in, you know, breasts and, and breaths there. So it's kind of doing a syncopated rhythm. Yeah, I failed. You know, yeah. this was like God saying, Brian, this is your time. This is your time to lead worship for Arbor. I would have, yeah. I, I stayed. I, well, if you hadn't been chatting out in the back, in the foyer, what? Yeah. <laughs> you could have taken that. I was chatting in the chat section oh, of the online campus. Oh, were you? Campus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, you know, I talk out loud. I see. Ha ha. Hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I've seen you type and you're a lot more proficient than Thanks, that. Man. That was like, <laughs> that's how I type. That's not how you type. No, you do this. Oh, do I? <laughs> I just peck at the keys. Okay, so um, yeah, this back re- to the message. Sorry, yeah. this reminds me of something I did cut out. I uh, oh, wow. Paul talks about when he was hanging out with the Thessalonians. Thessalonians that they. <laughs> 
I was going to let that go, but I thought that was funny. (laughs) That was good. He was saying that they were like brothers and sisters, and it did remind me of our podcast because we kind of hang out here and we're just who we are, which I think builds trust. And um, it's an authentic relationship that people get to join in with. Yeah. I love love when... uh, like people come back through the building or we get into conversation mm-hmm. and people will reference like bits or things that we said on the podcast. Cause it, that's the whole, like the whole point of this is obviously to dive deeper into the message yeah. and um, to be able to talk more about the message. Cause we're shortening them a little bit for online, but the hidden purpose is like you would get to know us more yeah. and that we could have this time of like, yeah, we would love if you guys were all sitting out here listening to us mm-hmm. right now. But, like, you can do this in your car. Mm-hmm. You can do this at home. Like, if you're doing dishes or whatever, like, you can be a part of us. Yeah. And when you guys comment or talk to us in person, it's like, cool. This is like yeah. having a conversation with, you know, this person or that person right. here in the building. So, I yeah, I love I love this podcast. And um, it's fun to chat with you guys. But also it's awesome that people in the congregation can have some sort of connection. Yeah with us and with each other. So, yeah. yeah. You look like you got some in, Brian. No, I'm just reading. You like the you like the Bible a lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, do you want to address these bricks at all? Oh yeah. my gosh, I loved the imagery of the bricks. Yeah, Did the bricks like was the bricks? good. I was so yeah. confused because originally when we, when, yeah, when we came here I just seen bricks and I'm like, yeah. okay, so obviously she's going to use these bricks as illustration and then I'm listening to the sermon I'm like where okay, are the bricks? Where, what's the bricks for? She's <laughs> yeah. not even talking about the bricks. Classic. Classic I'm going to hold this brick up until it's been addressed. So, um, Also, good weight. It's a good weight. It's, it's, it's real. Yeah. It's real it brick. is a real one. It's a real brick. Um, you use these it in, dawned on me. Yeah. So Paul's talking a lot about his um, trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. In handling the gospel, yeah. and I started thinking about how many times faith leaders uh, disappoint us, or we might have church wounds, yeah. um, and or pain from mm-hmm. a, a church leader, and how it can land like a brick in yeah. our hearts or in our minds. Um, and then I thought of how many can accumulate, yeah, and build up like a wall. Yeah. And uh, I think it's verse seventeen. <laughs> Our fact checker can check. Talks about um, hearing God's call. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if you have so many bricks in your heart or in your mind, yeah. you may not actually hear him calling you, yeah. right? Or like it also can block you from other people, yep. like in a faith family. Um, so anyhow, it just, for me, it felt like um, a good reminder for a pastor to mm-hmm. not heap yeah. a brick onto anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that if we end up with bricks accumulating and we feel hard hearted yeah. or heavy hearted, like the Lord can also take care of those and dissolve yeah. them and get rid of them. Yeah. There's a lot of times when pastors don't even realize they put a brick on somebody. Right. Um, cause I mean, you know, a lot of times people hold on to it, mm-hmm. um, and just keep it. Yeah. But, um, it's kind of rare when somebody would actually say, Hey, Here's this brick back. This is what you did to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but which I mean, if those watching, I know. If, please, if any one of us on staff ever do anything to give you a brick, please mm-hmm. return it to us. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, I think what's so beautiful about this, like, idea of a brick, right? Like something happening, and it's we're getting a brick laid on us, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone intentionally decides to put a brick on another person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about our whole conversation about cancel culture, right? Like leaders who do something and that in many ways their actions can yeah. be like a brick. And we talk about like, oh, we toss their messages out or we toss their books out. But I think what's like also God working is like this can be helpful for a season, right? I'm not going to have to be facing you, right? Like if someone mm. has done harm, this is kind of blocking me a little bit from you. And I know that I can come back. So once like protection. I feel, exactly. Once I'm once I've worked through this, mm. God still worked through you, mm-hmm. right? Like we we talk about all the time. Like mm-hmm. should we throw books out by mm-hmm. pastors who right. have had things that go wrong? Right. No, God was still working through them, right? Like God still had great things to say through mm-hmm. that person. But sometimes it is going to be hard mm-hmm. to read that book, right? Mm-hmm. But why can't I come back to it a couple years later when right. I can really move this brick out? But this. This this wall forming mm-hmm. 
it's a coping mechanism, but it's also healthy for a, a season, right? It's not healthy to keep these walls up forever. Right. But sometimes you need that protection. You need that barrier, mm-hmm. that boundary of, I know that God was working through you mm-hmm. and you still had good things to say, but I can't hear it right now from you. One of the things I, I, I don't think I sold this mm-hmm. <laughs> in the message, but I did think you can stack bricks and they yeah. can accumulate, but they don't all cement. Like no. right now, like the way that I had stacked them in the yeah. message, there was no cement involved. Yeah. And I did think about how things can harden over time and yeah. how it could become more permanent yeah. if we're not careful. Yeah. So like I can kick much easier, kick over a pile of bricks yeah. that are not cemented together. Mm-hmm. Um, but these things came up even in this week. We have a small group that's mm-hmm. starting. Um, have you heard any of the Dave Ramsey stuff going on? Yeah. So Dave Ramsey. Oh, some has been you? going on with Dave Ramsey? Recently, he has not been like the kindest person in social uh, media and there's kind of a cancel culture moving in his direction uh, no. right now. I mean, I think Dave Ramsey's always told it as it is. Yeah. He's, yes, been a he's continuing guy, yeah. to do that and he's being met with some opposition right yeah. now. So meanwhile, last week I'm getting groups ready to get launched and financial peace university is yeah. one of our groups. Yeah. And I stopped for a minute and I thought, okay, are we at the point now where he is, um, a stumbling block for like, mm-hmm. should we be offering his course? Should yeah. we, I don't want to jump on a bandwagon and cancel people, yeah. but I also want to be mindful that like, has he earned the right to speak into our yeah. lives? You know, do we want his influence? Yeah. So it's just an interesting thing. As it turns out, I just went ahead and it, I think his decades of good work in yeah. this financial area have warranted hit him to speak into our lives yeah. this trimester. But I'm also watching him just like hoping that he doesn't lose the message yeah. or lose the right to have a message yeah. because he's, you know, well, I think it, it also Falling off yeah. the weird, and it <laughs> and it comes down to also like respecting other people's bricks, right? We're going to this analogy, but some people love that about Dave Ramsey. I'm not particularly someone who's like, yeah, tell it as it is, like just go for it, no apologies. But some people like that, and I think it's respecting the fact that like if you have that brick there from that person, like that is okay. I'm able to read, you know, this book even though this all happened, but it's I think it's. It's very complex, right? Because things affect people differently, but it's also just respecting the fact that some people are going to be like, I don't care. Like Dave Ram, that's who I like. Dave, that's why I like Dave Ramsey or something. Well, like, and I don't want it. Yeah. The, the material we're using is, uh, financial planning yeah. versus like kindness culture. <laughs> like, so like he is instructing us on some things that I don't know if he would ever though. teach a class about, I don't think he would ever opt to, to teach that. Yeah. So probably we would, yeah. we would say maybe, you know, uh, anyhow. Be like Andy Context. Stanley offering a class on short and concise messages. Like, <laughs> Andy, Sh- Andy Stanley does do short and concise. <laughs> what? That's not what you told me. <laughs> what? Because uh, we were uh, we were talking about Andy Stanley, and I was like, Andy keeps it short, and you're like, not 25 minutes. And I was like, I thought he was shorter. Maybe he's not. Maybe you were speaking falsely at that moment. No, I mean, again, I think I said it depends on what you're listening to him yeah. on. Yeah. I've never actually jumped on a North Point Sunday. Neither have I. Um, I've only seen him at Catalyst. Ever? Well, I've watched him online. Okay. But like in terms of like being... Oh, you were talking about North Point online. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm tracking with you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying like, I've never been to North Point for a sermon. Be like, yeah. That's like yeah, a no. Christian tourism thing. Like we're going to Atlanta. We're going to get like the original Chick-fil-A. We're going to see the... Mercedes Benz dump, yeah, the and, then, and then we're gonna go see uh, North Point. Like we got our tickets, we're lined up. We're gonna be out there early. Tickets. He's gonna he's gonna sign our Bible. I mean, I have been, I have been to a church in the Midwest where when we as a big, it was a uh, Bible college. We as a group yep. showed up. Somebody with a headphone said, "Oh, can can we re- reserve you some seats?" And we're like, "Uh, <laughs> I think we can find our seats." No, no, no. Let, let me get you some yeah. seats. And they like talk to somebody. And yeah. They took up took us up like six escalators to go to wow. our reserved seats. Yeah. What church was that? I'm. Just... Well, I was oh. just more curious. I was more curious <laughs> about the, the church. I didn't want you to badmouth them, but I was just curious about the six escalators. That's insane. Yeah, it was a lot of escalators. That's crazy. Yeah, 
Arbor. Well, I, mean, I like you, Arbor. I yeah. I like Arbor. And her, <laughs> I don't the top I, of yeah. our icky little stairs. I didn't feel like you were <laughs> bad mouthing them. It, it could have come it across prob- that way. So. But it, but it probably wasn't even their church. It was probably like the production company that rolls through with with uh, Andy Stanley. That wasn't it. Wasn't Andy Stanley's church? That's what I'm saying. It was probably like someone from Andy Stanley's crew that manages. No, the this events. wasn't an Andy Stanley sermon. This wasn't Andy Stanley. This was the, a regular Sunday. Oh, then you church. were bad mouthing them. This <laughs> <laughs> was a regular. I thought you were saying Andy Stanley. Came no, to this that was church. a regular church on the Sunday. Because didn't you go to like a what is that wide and deep and wide or whatever that that Andy? Oh, Stanley that would have been thing? good. Was it deep and wide? Yeah. Yeah, that, you went to deep and wide. I thought you, also in the Midwest. Oh, that's why. But I yeah, got confused. no, that church was one floor. Okay. Um. I don't know why we're getting, <laughs> we get there? we're getting lost in the weeds so easily today. Um, I'd like to talk about Walkworthy, unless you two have anything before we kind of get to the, the meat and potatoes of this message. Brian, anything? No, we're already 26 minutes in. Hoo-wee! Brady Cooper. <laughs> um, so let's get to the meat and potatoes yeah, yeah. of the message. <laughs> I, I really liked that, and I thought about it um, – so, like, for context, I, I'm, i like, behind the scenes for a lot of the, I guess, Sunday service stuff, right? So, before we went live streaming, I was video editing everything together. So, I would, like, get to hear everyone's messages and kind of cut camera angles and add slide elements. But now that we're going live, I'm now getting your your manuscript and I'm making your slides so that we can put it on the live stream. And when I first read Walk Worthy, I was like, okay not tracking with it yet but i'll have to like hear it you know i thought it was a good point but i wasn't i didn't capture the full amount of it and then when you preached i heard it again and i thought to myself wow this works on like a lot of different levels right Mm. because it's it's a super simple thing to say walk worthy right that could just mean i think for some people it could be frustrating because it's like that's vague you're not giving me what are my steps you know like Mm. the steps would be go back and read (laughs) the the scripture that it comes from but if you're looking for me to do all the work, it's not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Walk worthy. But then as I thought about it more, and even to, on my drive in here today to do the podcast, I was thinking about how walk worthy, the, wor- the verb walk implies so much mm-hmm. companionship mm-hmm. between ourselves and God. Mm-hmm. Because Brian and I have gone running before. And I know when I run with Brian, like, I'm holding him back. Like, he could run much faster <laughs> He could probably get another lap in on the track before I'm done with my first lap. But we've ran together, and I know, like, there's this pressure on me of, like, I need to speed up or Brian's going to get less of a workout and he has to slow down. Hmm. But I think about, like, with walking, you're not too worried about the speed, right? Hmm. The, the Unless you're a speed walker, more power to you. But um, when you're walking with somebody, it's hmm. it's companionship, right? There's room hmm. for conversation. There's room for let's match each other's stride. Hmm. Let's walk together. And if you need to stop, like, I'll stop with you, right? Mm -hmm. And if you need encouragement, if you need a little, you know, hand on the back, let's walk a little bit faster, like, that is there. Mm -hmm. So what I loved about Walk Worthy was at first it felt kind of cold and, like, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. But what it implies, at least what I assume it implies, is walk worthy with God, right? Do this whole Mm -hmm. thing together with him. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to do some work, but Mm -hmm. God's also going to do quite a bit of the work in you along that walk. And Mm -hmm. It's that also that cheesy image of, um, I won't call it cheesy because some people really like it, but I just, to me, it feels cheesy. The whole footprints in the sand, right? <laughs> you know where I was going? Like, then there was only one yeah. set of footprints. So, but I, I, I do like that idea oh, of, of like, we call it our walk, right? Our yeah. walk of faith or our walk right. with Christ. There's a lot that you can unpack on in, in just the word walk, right? Because mm-hmm. it implies so much. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Such a daily thing. Yeah. Daily. So I really loved it afterwards because I, I thought not only when you said a pastor's heart and the, and the church's part, mm-hmm. like we're walking together as a church, right? We all have our own individual walks with God, but then we also have a walk as a community and as a church of let's make this commitment together and like, let's mm-hmm. be accountable to each other. And there's gonna be portions where we're, we're walking together and then there's gonna be parts of our lives where we're walking separately. But as long as we commit to that, I think it, there's a lot of beauty. There's a lot mm-hmm. of sanctification, right? There's mm-hmm. a, there's so much that comes from that. So I really appreciated mm-hmm. walk worthy and how you, it was like kind of a surprise. You're like walk worthy mm-hmm. for the a pastor's heart. And mm-hmm. then you use the same thing for mm-hmm. the church's part, which I thought was just great. A linchpin. A linchpin. And you looked it up, right? For a I wagon did. wheel? I had to make sure that 
I was using the term correctly, yeah. but I just felt like we're all in this together, yeah. pastors and people. Like we yeah. all we're just in this together. I loved all the family language as yeah. well. I felt like Paul really, um, I don't know, just felt yeah. more um, equitable, relational, yeah. intimate. Yeah. Um, somebody I would want to be with, the Paul For that I sure. would want to be with, you know, yeah. is like, I'm like this. I'm yeah, gentle. Mm-hmm. I'm a father coach. I'm yeah. your brother. Yeah. I Have you guys made it through? I know this is a... <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I what know I what he's going to say, and no. You haven't? No. Brian, have you? <laughs> no. I just want to see. I'm going to try and finish yeah, yeah. your thought to see if I'm yeah. correct. I still have only watched episode one. Of The Chosen? Is that what we're talking about? I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Come on, man. We Pull your brick to the side, Brian. You can watch The Chosen. Okay? You can watch The Chosen. Um. <laughs> but one of my favorite scenes you guys got to get to this episode is where uh jesus turns water into wine and then they have this like feast is it? i can't remember i watched it was it. like four four have you watched it i finished it oh I thought she remember i had that a was, medal yes. i was the second place yeah i thought mike i got first place. place i think michael was second no 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 i no. i was i had a silver medal didn't i I don't remember getting yeah, but medals. Yeah, after Michael, you've got your own medal. You bought yourself a medal or grabbed your I own I know medal. I got my silver medal because I know I was number two. I'm pretty sure you're bronze. That's There's okay. not a chance I have a bronze. No. Here's the deal, though. If you're bronze, Brian's not even meddling. He's not even going to get a medal. I didn't even qualify. He didn't even qualify. I have the medal at home. I'll, I'll look for it. You Pulling us out of yourself a medal. No, I dug it out of the attic. Pulling ourselves <laughs> out of the weeds that we find ourselves in so easily today. Um, <laughs> that scene, after Jesus turns the water into the wine, and then he hangs out with the family, and they just have a feast and a part. Like, they dance. They have fun. They just talk. I, To me, I remember talking about that. It was the first time where, like, I was like, man, I would love to hang out with Jesus, right? Like, I think that when I think about my relationship with Jesus and who Jesus is, I think of, like, the aspect of him being our Savior, him being um, a teacher, like you said, a father, a coach. Um, but I've never been like, man, it would be so much fun. Like, I would have fun hanging out with Jesus. That never crossed my mind. I don't think we talk about, like, the fun aspect of who Jesus is because he was a guy as well. Like he had fun. Mm-hmm. He had friends. He had 12 of them at least, you know? Um, but to me as a seven, like that's what kind of rings true is like, am I going to have fun with this? With, that's with, so with Jesus? funny to think of Enneagram and yeah. how you could do that. And for me, I'm like, he's, he brings so much peace. Yes. You know, and yeah. comfort. To and me, you brings a way of living. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a, way you're a one, right? Wow. Do we? Do we project ourselves onto Jesus? <laughs> He's every Enneagram number. I guess. Well, you just you see someone make a mistake and do it the wrong way, and you're just sitting there like, wait till Jesus just look tells at him. Jesus yeah. as being just super unique. <laughs> He's so different. He's than everyone. so different than everybody. Um, no, but when we were talking about the different aspects, that's I identify. When I watched that, I was like, wow, I would have fun hanging out with Jesus, right? Besides just like the peace, the the contentness, like Jesus had fun mm-hmm. and I'm excited to have fun with Jesus and mm-hmm. fun with all of you guys and everyone that I know, like mm-hmm. having like a feast, having a, a dancing party with Jesus. And I think yeah. that's the thing I wish if I could go back and do the message again, I would have um, emphasized a little more that it's not so much like how great Paul or pastors are yeah. or spiritual leaders are. It's like, how great is God? Yeah. How great is Jesus that he is all of those things, how right? All of those <laughs> descriptions yeah. are him. And that's like where the really cool beauty is. It's not that Paul was, you know, all that. And we could all be like, oh, I wish my pastor was more like Paul. It's more like, no, it. this is Jesus. <laughs> I was just thinking about how Paul had the opposite relationship that a lot of churchgoers have with their pastor where usually not everybody i don't want to like be rude but a lot of people that go to churches will send letters of feedback to the pastor whereas paul was like no i'm gonna send you guys a letter (laughs) i'm gonna write you an email that's a good point like a lot of (laughs) 
a lot of congregants oh, I love that. put the mouse down. Type it's up, my yeah. turn. They're like, I really didn't like that song. I have a connection card for you. <laughs> so if anyone says they would have really loved Paul as a pastor, I'd be I'd be curious to see if they would like those letters addressed. Well, it's first funny. Brian. <laughs> Trust me, buddy. There's ten more coming. You got a lot of issues. <laughs> That is awesome. That's not Pauline. That's yeah. <laughs> not Pauline at all. Yeah. Well, we definitely see a different Paul as the churches grow yeah. and move on. He does get a little, like, this is the way it is. But I think in, to this little church, yeah. he was um, soft-hearted, tender, and just, you know, he just loved them. Let's I hope do. we're more of a church of Philippi, not a church of Corinth. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Church yes. of we'll Corinth see. got some some, <laughs> yes. I, some scathing. And I love how he Paul calls it out in the middle of yeah. the congregation too. Yeah. So you like it when Paul does it, but not Dave Ramsey? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, I mean I think could we do that in today's day and age? Like and so you in the third row. <laughs> I'm sorry, Allison. That was a joke. <laughs> Brian made it more awkward by just staring the whole time. I was just joking. All right, Brian. Um, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to uh, talk about how, uh, going back to the worthy. Yeah. Uh, I do. I was looking for it in First Thessalonians again to see, like, um, when he t- talks about walking worthy, because I know one of my favorite verses is in, in Ephesians. When he Ephesians talks about 4. That. Would you yeah. say it's your life verse? It's not my life verse. Is it? Okay. No. Oh. Actually, kind of. I have a lot of life verses. The mm. first Timothy, the don't let anybody look down at your youthfulness. But this is the one I've probably preached Ephesians four more than any verse in scripture. Ephesians four, yeah. Uh, but Ephesians four, as he says here, walk worthy. I was wondering, does he explain what that means, like he does in Ephesians? So to help everybody yeah. who was like, what you said, okay, how do you how do you walk worthy? Yeah, it's but kind if of they listen to the to the sermon, they would have known that. I did quote Bring that. Up, you did quote Ephesians <laughs> yeah, 4. Remember yeah. that part? Yeah, I do. I think you had to cut that for time. <laughs> yeah. um, but for those, would you like to read it again? Mm. No, go ahead. Okay. No glasses here. For those who didn't listen to the sermon, in Ephesians 4, Paul writes, I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. What's your life verse, Allison? Um, Jeremiah 31, three, I have drawn you. Wait, how's it go? Uh, <laughs> Is that the roots in the spring again? No, darn it. I just, I just drew a blank. Jeremiah. The second part is, um, therefore I've drawn you with loving kindness. And I just love, um, that I could picture him drawing me, like sketching me, even though I know what it means. It's like drawing you with loving kindness. I, Jeremiah I also, what? Uh, 31.3. Therefore, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Mm. Wow, 31 is huge. It's a lot of good content in there. 31.3, Brian. I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. No, not ESV. Don't read that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Brian's favorite. How about you? What's your life first? I can't remember. She really doesn't yeah. want me to read yeah. this. <laughs> Cancel culture. Uh, Brian, Brian, open up to Romans. I'm terrible. I know that I can say the verse. I just forget the reference number. Okay. Um, just chapters. They weren't there originally in the manuscripts. Yeah, that was like a man, I don't follow that. A man that's, riding yeah. a donkey's put it all on. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You guys can you guys can totally use chapters and verses. I don't, so um, OG. Yeah, I'm OG like that. Um it's the therefore, brothers and sisters, I urge you to present yourself as a twelve one. Twelve one? I'm gonna go with twelve one. Therefore, I appeal to you, therefore, I brothers, you. by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. That yeah. one? This is your personal act of worship? Worship director. Yes, it is. <laughs> And that's what that's what I used for my worship thesis in college. That worship is not music; it's your walk with Christ. But walk. it's but it's easy to do music together as a congregation. It's kind of hard to have a conversation with everybody and say, "How's your walk going? How's right. your act of worship going?" You right. Know? But 
We can get together and sing praise songs, and that's why we do it. But I will beat that drum probably till I'm dead. Of love that worship is not music. Huh. Love beat that the drum. And beat the drum. And this is a great season to teach us with yeah. COVID because we're not, yeah. you know, singing isn't. Yeah. Recommended. And often. I and there's, I, I always have to make this case because it's, I. I guess I just have to, but I do love music. Like I love playing music. Mm-hmm. I love listening to music. I love worship music. It's definitely probably the one thing, like when I'm in the car listening to it, I feel closest to God is is during music because I think that, I think that art and music is so beautiful, mm-hmm. and the fact that like we can take something that's so, like secular in nature, mm-hmm. like art can be very secular, and so can music, but we can make it about God. I think it kind of mends two of my favorite worlds, you know. So. Um, but I am a fan of, of musical worship because I feel like the more I talk about it, people are like, oh, so you don't like musical worship. I'm like, no, I love it. Right. I just think it's corporate worship can be some of the more shallower forms of worship because there's so much more depth in other areas, but there is a nostalgia factor, right? Like we grew up, some of us grew up going to church and singing as a congregation. And this season, a lot of us are missing like standing next to each other or six feet apart from each other and singing worship songs together and, and praising. And also there's a, there's a verse in the Bible that says, raise your voice to the Lord, you know? So do you guys totally off topic, yeah. but on your topic, but not topic of this, uh, I didn't grow up in church. Yeah. My form of worship was an infomercial really? as a kid of like a hand was on like the CD. Yeah. Uh, like the CDs, but you can get like twelve CDs. Yeah, and was like that's where I heard, "Here I am to worship." But that's all I knew because it, then it would jump to the next song, yeah. where it just went through different songs. So when I started going to church, yeah, and they sang the songs, I'm like, "That's number twelve on disc two. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> well, there's classic songs that I played from like my freshman year in high school to like my senior year of college that are just like, and I heard them as a kid, just like hitting me over and over again like here i am to worship um which what's the one i'm coming back the heart. yeah that one wow. how great is when you said that i like Im- immediately imagined like where my fingers go on the fretboard because i just played it so many times and a song i don't know if we'll ever come back to it's oceans. really good amazing grace <laughs> well oceans i will <laughs> i'm done with oceans. we're not yeah. cancel culturing these no, songs no. by the way i'll play guitar on oceans and let someone else sing it, but I will never, I'll never lead that song again unless oh, something changes. Never say never, man. Never say never. As soon but as you say never, you have to do it. The song that I've heard a couple times, and I'm like, I don't really have a desire to hear this anymore. But it was so big when I was first learning guitar was uh, Revelation song. Oh yeah. You like <laughs> but that song? you know what? These I were like they were amazing. amazing. They still are. They still it just are. got overplayed. But, exactly. But yeah. they are amazing. Yes. <sighs> we should probably wrap up. We should probably. What at you some say, point, also? we need to hear this the song that you wrote. You have not performed oh. that here at Arbor, <laughs> so we're gonna have to. You did put it on a graphic one time. I did on a sermon bumper. Yeah, because it was the easiest song oh, to get you rights own to. The rights yeah. to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't have to worry about copyright. Love so it. I did get like an email saying, "Hey, someone's using your your music," and I was like, "Yeah, it was me. I just pressed approve." So nice, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. figure out how to um, I don't know, showcase that really sometime. Yeah, it totally is. Mm. Really good song. Yeah, nice so song. hopefully um, we don't play that song. <laughs> we can get the band but back together. The band back together. All the all the people. We have a lot to look forward to. Someday yeah. there will be a band back here. Oh gosh, yeah. Wall to wall people. Yeah. And I just got a text back today, and it was so hard to write back. Like, we can't have a band yet, but we will. As much we as I will. want, yeah. I remember when we recorded Christmas Eve having a a band. We were we were distanced because there's only four of us, but like drums and piano together, because it's been a lot of me and piano and and singing. But to kind of have drums back in the mix, and then the person that texted me plays electric guitar, and I was like, oh, then get that involved as well. Like that's it's gonna be great when we get back yeah. to that spot. But it's soon, right? There's We're heading in, in the right yeah. direction, baby and that's steps. the yeah. yeah baby steps. Six months ago, we didn't even know what the end was, oh. but now that we have an end in sight, can't wait. Why put the brick back up? What happened? Just, just feel like COVID put a brick on me. Oh, 
You need to have a conversation with COVID and let them know. <laughs> give my give my brick back. Hey, to COVID. you gave this to me. I'm not okay with it. COVID doesn't care though. <laughs> Bring it back. All right, so <laughs> this Sunday yeah. is Scott Heatherington. Scott Heatherington. Yeah, and he's taking chapter three. Yep. Awesome. You think we're gonna get him on the podcast? I hope we do. I think we can, um, because we're not doing this early in the morning like we thought we might at some point. But we can get him in here. We can talk. That'll be fun. I I love when Scott's on the podcast. He's, he's a lively one. He is. He, <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is very different from <laughs> Sunday morning to yeah. hanging out with people. He's just a a blast, and yeah. he's so smart and has a lot of good things to say. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, he's great. Um, so we're gonna do that. But this Sunday. People are going to be listening to this Wednesday morning or later. That means if you're listening to this now, if you are cool with coming back into the building, go to our website, RSVP. Um, we still have spots open for both services. Yep. Yep. What's the, what's the link? Yeah. Is it like super long? I think when you go to our first page, it's okay. got um, like you can visit on campus or online oh, like cool. you can watch services yeah. on campus or online cool so just click on into the yeah online or on campus thing. on campus yeah so if you want to meet in person um sign up bring a mask be ready for some in-person service it's gonna be fun are you are you rcping right now brian there is a button that says church online and in person nice i'm gonna click in person reopening RSVP 9 a.m., RSVP 11 a.m. Awesome. And are we going to have, are we just doing one open slot? Or are we doing uh, overflow stuff yet? So um, we're going to see if we can make a little family room over yeah. in the orchard. Yep. So God willing, we will. Yeah. In yep. case you don't want to sit in here with everybody else with your kids, if you want to yep. hang out with other families, you can go yep. to the orchard. And then, awesome. It's going to be fun. It's gonna, I'm really excited for it. It's kind of fun to be part of these little historical milestones because yes, yes. then you're like, I remember the time COVID started lifting and yeah. like we so first Sunday back. Milestones. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about that. Like it was get to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Now it, it the last since since the new year, all of January has been like we just got to work to be able to go live stream. We got live stream up. Now it's like we got to have people in the building. And then after that, we're just going to get our senioritis on and just take a victory. Can I pat and, us on the back chill. super fast? Yeah. yeah just as a, I just think it's amazing that no matter, it, with all that has been happening, we were only a month behind on getting people yeah. here. And that's with COVID spiking and yep. all, I mean, there's just been a lot of things, lots of bricks that we yeah. could have gotten uh, stumbled in our way. Yeah. And uh, God just saw a way to move us through that. Yeah. So it's it's really exciting. It's a yeah. good time to be Arbor. And it really hasn't felt like we've been pushing uphill. Like mm -hmm. there's been challenges and, and some late nights, but like it hasn't been like none of us are going to collapse. Mm -hmm. well, we might all take naps after. <laughs> after well, I January. just had two cups of coffee in yeah, the afternoon. So yeah. Sunday naps are back. Sunday naps are back. Sunday, Sunday naps, naps are, are back. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. This is good. dragged on for way too long. So um, thank you guys for watching. Um, we will see you guys next week.